Okay, I'm recording this. It's um, daripada buku uh, Dr. Shafali, A Radical Awakening. And this um, topic is about fact or fiction. Okay, um, it's chapter 12 sebenarnya. And I actually do pieces and bits and pieces um, from this book. Saya tak boleh nak baca all of it because I think I have to choose money yang sesuai dengan kita kan but I think I would like to do this one uh, so that at least you can listen uh, and I find this very very interesting okay so fact or fiction in a haze of lies we can't know truth in a quick mire of shame we can't know sovereignty in a web of duplicity we can't know authenticity much of what we have been conditioned to believe in is false. The quest for our essence begins in this discovery. So the lies culture tells us didn't begin with us. They seeped into the minds of our parents as they did with their parents before them. Never having had the chance to wake up, our parents unwittingly believed these lies and raised us to believe them as well. What happened next was pivotal. We imbibed these voices as our own. Now, those voices are our voices. We cannot tell them apart from ourselves. We women have lost ourselves down a rabbit hole of beliefs that are mostly unnatural. Because it's our nature to accommodate and submit to our loved ones, we don't question them. We naively follow, shrouding ourselves with false beliefs. When I began awakening, I could hardly believe it was possible to think differently. It was unfathomable to me that I had any uh, volition where these voices were concerned. I felt fated to believe they were who I was. Only when I realized that these voices were lies was I able, slowly at first, to detach from them. Okay, here, I would like to put a full stop. Remember, I always say... Uh, I always said uh, self-awareness, self-awareness, self-awareness. So in this journey kan, saya melihat kita di dunia ini sementara. Allah meletakkan kita di sini. Bagi beragama Islam, Allah meletakkan kita di muka bumi ini untuk kita mencari dan mengenali siapakah diri kita. I believe that the moment you fall in love with who you really are, Humbly, okay, not that we need you to be like besar kepala, sombong dan sebagainya, tidak. But the moment you betul-betul kenal siapa diri you, the self-awareness in who in, in yourself, then your connection with God will be very, very beautiful. Okay, so here, Dr. Shafali is saying something similar. Yes, we, ha- we have all these false beliefs, but if we keep on, You know, without without realizing that it may be ianya memberi orang kata bahaya ataupun uh, salah langkah sebagainya kita tak fikir panjang kita tak fikir deep kita terus je ikut je tanpa berfikir rugilah rugi sangat sangat because you know the moment the moment you are the self awareness and tinggi you faham you jelas you know you can be the cycle breaker you can detach from whatever beliefs that you have in your in your head Okay, so I'm going to continue here. 
Okay, so our conditioning is as deep and pervasive as the ocean is to a fish. We don't even know we are being conditioned. We are deeply indoctrinated from our earliest days. So it's natural we think um, this is the way the world works. If our parents told us to pray to purple porcupines that hide in the sky, we would. If they told us that the world was shaped like a triangle, we would believe that too. So, so you see... Learning or, you know, teaching our children by not explaining what it really is, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to come easy as well. It's not going to give a good uh, result at the end of the day. Asking them to solat without them understanding what it is, why you're doing it, it's hard. It's hard for a child to just follow without, you know, understanding why they have to do such thing. But again, when you do this, you just ask them to believe. The cycle goes on. Your children will be doing similar thing as you without understanding. And again, the cycle continues when they teach the children later on. So you see, that's the effect. That's, a, that's, the, that's the vicious cycle, if that's what you, you would like to call it. But yeah, the cycle will continue. Alright, so I'm going to continue reading this. I used to love a game. My daughter played when she was young. It was called fact or fiction. At school, they learned the pivotal difference between the two. Facts are easily verifiable. The sun is hot. The earth is round. The shoe is blue. The wall is yellow. Fact, clear, observable, real. Nature doesn't need beliefs to be real. Rain is rain and gravity is gravity. The earth rotates and revolves around the sun. The seasons change when they do. The ocean creates waves or is calm. The sun produces heat and light. There is no disputing these realities and therefore nothing to believe in. No one asks another person, Do you believe that it's raining right now? Do you believe that the sun gives us light? Nature is just what it is. We don't create wars around it, nor sects or groups. It's so obviously and painfully clear that our beliefs are simply that, beliefs. They prevent us from seeing what's right in front of us. Fiction is everything but facts. It's subjective and personal. Fiction includes beliefs and wishes, faith and hope castles in the air, stories we humans create and to which we cling. As we awaken, we realize how little our thought processes are based on facts and how much they are based on fiction. Just by saying I believe, we are in effect saying I'm talking about something fictitious. If it was based on fact, we wouldn't need to believe. It would be right before our eyes for everyone to observe, touch, feel and see. There would be no debate. The Buddha understood that beliefs are false ideals we cling to because our mind is too weak to grasp the reality of things as they are. People believe in all sorts of things. The Hindus believe in the monkey god and the elephant god. The Jews believe they are the chosen people. Others believe in chanting various prayers 
as if they were charms that could change their fortunes. Most people have a belief, a story that's about some aspect of life or death. It's on these beliefs that we construct the gods we choose to believe in and serve, and which become the basis of our daily reality. The Buddha also said that life is maya, meaning and illusion things are not as they seem. What he meant is that our unique conditioning, histories, and emotional legacies color our perceptions. Our unawareness of this makes us feel that what we believe is real, yet much of what we see is the way we have been conditioned to see it. We see things as our mindset tells us they are, they are not as they truly are culture and in particular the patriarchy are deathly afraid of the awakened and empowered woman she is a threat to the status quo a woman is no longer docile quiet servile servile and dependent no longer willing to compromise her worth for another's comfort and well-being no longer willing to take second place except when she consciously chooses to do so that woman do you know what power she houses within her she is a force to reckon with she is a woman who has tasted the nectar of her own endorsement she is unstoppable she cannot be shackled by fear anymore none of the old ways work with her she sees through the moon through the my rage of it all when her life touches others they feel this freedom in their own lives soon all are liberated to live in truth such a state of being can never harm another for each one's essence is on it a woman who honors her own essence has the power to truly heal the world to awaken means we stop playing to the tune of the outer world and instead start expressing ourselves according to our inner world. Once we understand that we have been living an idea of who we are versus the truth of who we are, we begin to peel away all that doesn't match our authentic self. I'm going to stop there for now and I'm going to continue later. Thank you.